Welcome to another episode of Viatorian Voices Conversations on the Way. This is pre-associate Dan Masterton, and I'll be your host for these episodes in the Boulder Dreams series for ministerial formation. Today we focus on retreat ministry with young people. For this topic, I'll be sharing some reflections. Before joining the Viatorian staff in 2019, I worked in non-Viatorian Catholic high school campus ministry for seven years at high schools in California, Indiana, and Illinois. At these schools, I helped plan, lead, or direct about 30 retreats, ranging from one-day experiences to full four-day kairos. Some were well-oiled machines in great shape, while others were brand new or freshly reimagined. My experience with these young people helped me gain a strong sense of what's most important on a retreat and how a faith community can offer great retreats to its young people. Basically, a retreat must have its own time, space, and context. It must have a spiritual purpose for individuals and for the community that gathers. It must be catechetically informed, that is, it must teach young people about the faith. It must be built on faith sharing, and it must be part of a wider faith life that continues after in that faith community. What follows in this episode is an adaptation of a presentation I gave at a national conference to Catholic ministers. It covers several key characteristics of a retreat program, while building up to three essential elements of retreats, witness talks, faith sharing, and student leadership formation. I hope this survey can help you in your retreat ministry with young people. Enjoy! Hospitality. Hospitality is important because it helps make retreats more impactful, especially for non-Catholic young people. Thoughtful measures of hospitality honor Christian values of tolerance, respect, and dialogue. Hospitality makes space for students' doubts, questions, and explorations such that they can be met where they are. To pursue hospitality, consider incorporating non-sacramental prayer and liturgical experiences into your retreats, and consider rituals and symbols that can appeal to more than just Catholics. Encourage your presiders of prayer services and celebrants of masses to explain Catholic practices and incorporate inclusive moments, such as inviting young people to gather around the altar. Allow a broader basis for some discussion questions and some of the points in talk outlines. Consider questions pertaining to the person of God and spirituality more broadly, as well as those questions about Christ and the person of Jesus in the Gospels. Prayer, Liturgy, and Sacraments These are important because retreats are a time when young people can practice, enjoy, and gain comfort with these regular prayers. Retreats can help young people engage in the praise and worship of the Church in a comfortable and accessible setting and retreat practices can help young people practice both personal and communal prayer. To practice these well, identify spots in your retreats where Mass, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, or Eucharistic Adoration can be incorporated. Devise and practice simple morning and evening prayer or other prayer services throughout the days, perhaps utilizing things like Liturgy of the Hours, Lectio Divina, and other practices. Also incorporate prayer before meals within small group discussions among the leadership team, especially before talks, and more. Differentiation. Differentiation is important because it acknowledges and affirms various personalities and learning styles. Differentiation makes space for the various gifts and strengths of young people to be engaged and shared with others. It also allows different access points for engagement within the retreat and with spirituality more broadly. To pursue differentiation within a retreat, make sure that the retreat's content varies between individual personal time, small group discussions, and large group activities. 
make sure there is a good mix of passive listening, small and large group formats, and mixes of kinetic, which is moving around, tactile, which is things that can be held and touched, creative and artistic activities, and other activity modes. Ensuring a wide variety will help create avenues for all participants to engage. Safe environment. Retreat directors and all adults on retreats are responsible for the total welfare of all young people. Paying close attention to safe environment considerations honors the trust that's been placed in all the adults by the students and their families. Participants who have a safe environment will engage more, will engage with greater authenticity, and will experience better outcomes for their faith after the retreat. In order to pursue this, adhere to best practices, rules, and norms that are set by your school, diocese, or your religious community, especially regarding safe adult-to-student ratios and the rules for overnight experiences. Work closely with social-emotional counselors at schools and other pastoral staff at parishes before, during, and after retreats to understand the personalities and unique needs of your young people. And build in ample time for transitions between activities, for unstructured break periods, and for reasonable bedtimes, wake times, and amount of sleeping hours to help young people stay well-rested and to not overtax them and their spiritual reflection over the course of the retreat. Takeaways and follow-up. These are important because retreats are milestone experiences that must consider how participants can sustainably continue living what they found while on retreat. Lives of faith arc long before and after retreats, and while this renewal is important, what comes next is also important. So retreats should funnel students towards deeper faith lives and fuller engagement in prayer, service, and ministry. To pursue this, try to create formal and informal mechanisms for feedback so that young people are thoughtfully consulted and considerations for tweaks to programming come from their input. Commit to instituting and sustaining a follow-up program for at least one of your retreats, perhaps the one you'd consider your flagship. And proactively note students who have significant moments of contributions or realizations over the course of the retreat and have a plan for making a personal invitation to them to take up some service or ministry following the retreat. Identifying and responding to negatives. This is important because just as strengths can boost participants, negatives can torpedo them and their experiences. Traditions that become toxic or trends that are troubling can hijack the retreat and start to use it toward the wrong objectives. Acknowledging and naming these issues begins a proper confrontation and allows you to try to make a corrective response. To maintain a healthy culture around retreats, have regular conversations among those who are directing the retreats, the adults who partner with you in helping lead the retreats, and other supporters of the program who have a good sense of the whole portrait. Try tracking reactions and chatter among young people who participate in the retreats, as well as the young people who lead the retreats. Try to get a sense of what the reputation of the retreat or the retreat program is, and identify things that are less than desirable about how people perceive this. Consider reworking or removing elements of retreats that have gotten out of control, or perhaps have been misused or repurposed in a way that no longer serves the purpose of the retreat. Growth points. This is important because while you don't want to overextend yourself as a retreat director, embracing and sustaining a growth mindset can keep your ministry fresh and effective. There may be unmet needs in campus or youth ministry and in your school or parish community 
especially as young people come and go and generational changes impact how you think about it. There might also be underserved constituencies that could use fresh engagement. To pursue growth, consider engagement of alumni of your school or young people have moved away from the parish into young adult life and consider how they might be of help in faith formation, mentorship, or service to campus or youth ministry in your community. Explore particular themes or topics that might be good to cover in a new or supplementary retreat, such as men's spirituality, women's spirituality, preparing for college, and more. Consider a new or refreshed retreat using a planning process that is student or youth-driven to create a new youth-led, youth-directed retreat. Now, most importantly, three areas of ministerial focus that need to be integral to really strong retreats. First, witness talks. Witness talks are important because through these talks, student leaders become the first sharers, the ones who break the ice for new discussions to unfold on retreat. Witness talks are a process by which young people and adult leaders can process experiences and deliver a more careful reflection on particular topics. Talks are also a strong way to build on identified objectives and content and craft input relevantly and effectively in a careful message. To pursue this, incorporate talks into all retreats, anything ranging from brief reflections to in-depth witness talks. Identify veteran adults and empower them as talk mentors with diverse tools for support and feedback for student leaders, including collaborative Google Docs, examples of past talks that were very effective, and more. Then carefully differentiate which talks must be given by adults, and then aim to have students or young people deliver the majority and the remainder of all the program-wide talks. To audit your own practice of witness talks, consider these questions. Do our witness talks carry our retreats forward substantially and effectively? If not, why not? Have we built a robust system of support and accompaniment for student leaders preparing and then giving talks? Are students giving a majority of the talks across our retreat program? If they're not, and adults still play a very large role, how can we adjust to change this proportion? The second area is faith sharing. Faith sharing is important because it's a manner of conversation that's distinct from that which happens in lunchrooms, and hallways, and even in the classroom or religious ed setting. Faith sharing invites shared reflection, which highlights areas of resonance between sharers' lives and the experiences they've had. Faith sharing prompts the sharers to draw connections from what's happening in their life to their spirituality, their religion, and the presence of God in their relationship with God. To pursue good faith sharing, make sure you build small group discussions into all of your retreats. Even short retreats need to have faith sharing sessions built in so that participants have a chance to reflect, share, and listen to each other. Make sure that you form youth leaders and adult partners to be diligent facilitators. Help them learn to practice empathy, to respect their participants' ability to share and solve their own problems, to use active listening to pay attention and follow along with people as they share, and to practice proper safe environment referrals. Discussion facilitators should set up an expectation of confidentiality among the members of their small group, but also remind them that any reports of past harm to self or others, or considerations of present or future harm to self or others, must be referred to the retreat director, who will then obtain the proper help from counselors and other support staff. 
Finally, prepare the adult partners who will be the supporters of youth leaders to be good helpers and the guarantors of relevant discussion, but to not overstep young people who are trying to learn to be leaders and facilitators, and instead to support them and walk with them as they grow in these leadership gifts. Here's a few questions for auditing your faith-sharing priorities. Do your retreat schedules have ample time for discussion? Do other elements need to be reduced to make greater time for faith-sharing? Are your discussions structured with suggested questions and objectives to pursue? Or are the discussions a bit too loose and not tethered enough to relevant spiritual questions that help young people connect the content to God and their relationship with God? Does student leadership formation include robust facilitation training such that young people are prepared to lead good discussions and be effectively present for the young people participating in them? Third, student leadership and formation. This is important because discussion and activity facilitation and witness given from peers is distinctly impactful to young people. Retreat leadership involves faith formation and development of unique skills different from other school and youth leadership opportunities, such as student council, athletic captaincy, and others. Retreat leadership can be a milestone moment for young people as they try to take ownership of the faith that they are developing. To pursue student leadership, add low barrier, basic student leadership roles, even to your simplest or shortest retreats. Maximize the responsibilities for young people, especially in small groups where adult partners can be present as their supporters, and in large groups where retreat directors and other adults can support them as they lead. Finally, thoughtfully and thoroughly craft a robust intensive formation program for the young people who will lead your major retreats, such as a Kairos. Create opportunities for them to more deeply understand how to put together an effective witness talk and deliver it, how to facilitate good small group discussion, and the ways that they can pray for and prepare to be good models of faith to their peers on the retreat. Here's a few questions to audit your student leadership and formation. Do we have clearly defined, well-established, and widely known leadership opportunities for our young people? Are leaders given several major significant opportunities to lead across the activities of our retreats? How strong and substantial is our primary leadership formation plan for our major retreat? Finally, what advice or insight do I have for Viatorians who are striving to be good companions of youth and young adults today? What would I want them to hear or know about retreats? I would say, most importantly, don't feel like you have to water down the God content, the religion content, the focus on Christ and on community life and faith. I've seen it happen where retreat directors get so focused on inclusivity and hospitality, trying to make sure that non-Catholics and non-Christians feel comfortable, trying to make sure that students feel comfortable sharing things that are vulnerable and difficult to talk about, that they almost aren't willing to explore religious and spiritual questions. And I would say be careful of that because both can happen at once. They're not mutually exclusive. And in fact, good hospitality, good invitation, building a safe environment through things like trust of confidentiality, adults supporting youth leaders and being the true facilitators of conversations with their peers, presiders and celebrants who are attentive to young people's needs and sensitive to the way that they engage in their faith. All these things just create a better, fuller, safer space for young people to explore those questions, to dip into their relationship with God a little bit more deeply, to think about the person of Christ, 
to take to heart the challenges of the gospel and to do so with peer leaders who are trained to do it in a compassionate and attentive way and alongside peers who are exploring the same way that they are. So don't be afraid of the religious, the spiritual, the God, the Jesus questions. In fact, make sure that they're an explicit part of discussion guides, of talk outlines, and that the prayer and liturgy that are part of your retreat invite Christ and the Holy Spirit to be central to the experience. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Folks who would like to reach out can email me at dmasterton at viatorians.com. The full resource set that went with this presentation and a link to my book on retreat ministry from the National Catholic Educational Association, or NCEA, is posted on my link tree at linktr.ee slash danmasterton. Just a note of full disclosure, this book is owned outright by NCEA, and I do not receive royalties or commissions when copies sell. My email and this link are listed in the show notes. Our prayers for all retreat directors and youth leadership formators for their continued ministry with young people. To learn more about the Viatorians or invite vocational accompaniment, email us at vocations at viatorians.com or DM us on social media at ViatorianUSA. On behalf of Brother Peter and the Viatorian community, I'm pre-associate Dan Masterton. Venerable Louis Kerbs, inspire us. St. Vider, pray for us. Adored and loved be Jesus. Mm-hmm.